Welcome to the Live Life Unapologetically podcast, a place that isn't about chatting into the void, but rather sparking real change in your life. Get ready to enter the realm where positive thinking meets intentional action. From conquering self-doubt to cozying up with authenticity and achieving success with intention. This podcast is your go-to source for mind-bending exploration. Whether you're navigating the maze of self-discovery, high-fiving purpose, or just trying to figure out what wellness really means, you're in the right place. Every episode is a passport stamp on your journey to living life unapologetically. Because why settle for the ordinary when you were born to be extraordinary? Maybe you've been there, it's 2.30 a.m. and you're still up trying to finish a lesson plan or grade papers. You feel like all you're ever doing is working and you're starting to wonder if it's worth it. In this episode, we're gonna talk about how you might be spinning your wheels, trying to get caught up or get things done so that you can relax knowing the to-do list is complete. However, there's always more to do, so you get caught in a cycle of never getting to the completion so that you can rest. You begin to neglect other areas of your life without realizing it, and your well-being suffers. The truth is, your job as an educator is just one aspect of the many priorities in your life. So many other things matter just as much, or maybe even more, than teaching. Your family and friends and health are just as important as being an effective teacher. If you check your personal life at the door when you show up to school without guilt, you can do the same for all other areas of your life by checking work at the door when you leave. Your job is just one aspect of your life. You will have more balance when you allow time for other priorities like families or hobbies that make you happy. Balance occurs when you set physical and mental boundaries around other things in your life. If you're feeling overwhelmed and needing guidance right now as a teacher, download three quick and easy ways to achieve balance while teaching today and jumpstart your way to a teaching life balance. Go to makewaveseducation.com forward slash balance to get your hands on my methods and get results today. As we dive deeper into searching for more balance in our lives as educators, I'm excited to share the strategies I've been using with my one-to-one clients. The tips work time and time again, allowing you to have more balance as a teacher. Plus, there's a bonus of practical examples of how you can start right away. All you have to do is take the first step to finding your own sense of balance and grab the three quick and easy ways to achieve balance while teaching today at makewaveseducation.com forward slash balance. In this episode, we're going to really talk a lot about priorities in life as a teacher. The path of a teacher is not an easy one. You have to deal with students, parents, and administration daily while trying to do your best for them. It can be challenging at times, but you also get many rewards from teaching. It's important to know what matters most in life to stay focused on what's important to you while navigating this profession. The first thing I really want to speak on today is the work itself and why we continually overwork, why we get to a point of letting teaching take over our life. We know the work of a teacher is meaningful. We know that we have a special gift that allows us to be an educator. Not everybody can be an educator, but that doesn't mean it has to be your top priority. Teaching can be stressful and time-consuming, which can distract from the other priorities in your life. Work can take up a lot of your time and energy, so it's essential to keep work in perspective when looking at how you spend your days. Going to a life of more balance as an educator 
starts with your perspective. In our society, in our culture, checking your personal life at the door is a thing. It's a thing in education. It's a thing in a lot of jobs. We were told, you know, you check your personal life at the door and you come do your work. And as teachers, I feel like we go above and beyond at checking our personal life to the point of detriment. We will go into work sick. We will go into work when we are dealing with very real struggles in our personal lives. We will go into work completely exhausted and we will leave all of that stuff at the door, turn it all off and stand there and be the best that we can be for our students. We have found a way to take everything else going on in our life and completely check it out of our brain so that we can be effective educators. The problem is we don't give that same energy or use that same perspective when we walk out of the door every day. We don't leave work at work. We don't check work when we walk out of the building and then go on and prioritize the other areas of our lives in the same way. Why is that? Well, we spend the majority of our day at work. Anybody who works, no matter their occupation, spends the majority of their days at work. Well, in education at work, you've been told that the number one priority is the students. And you hear all the reasons why the students are the number one priority. You hear all the reasons why you must continually feed into students the urgency of everything. And really, teachers have become the catch-all for any and everything that students need. So we take that and we internalize it and we hear it so much that we can't turn it off. It seems so critical that we are always available being the catch-all. There aren't enough hours of the day and you can't turn it off because you've heard the students are the number one priority. As you internalize this, it becomes the number one priority in your life. You take it with you all over. You take it with you when you're in the building teaching. You take it with you when you're at home. You take it with you when you are out and you are thinking about work, stressing about work, even though you're technically maybe on a date night or hanging out with friends, but you're still letting work take over with you mentally. Even if you don't physically have your computer in front of you, you might be thinking about it. You may actually be somewhere and have stuff on your phone from work and checking that when you should be present in what other activity you're participating in at the moment. But because we have internalized so much that the students are the top priority, the only priority we truly have in our life is work. It goes with us all the time. You know it's not sustainable. Deep down inside, that's not what you want. Deep down inside, you know that's not what you signed up for when you went to be a teacher. You didn't sign up to give every waking moment of your life to a job. What you prioritize drives your life. Sit on that for a second and really think about that. What you prioritize drives your life. So if you have internalized that the number one priority is students, because that's what you hear the most because you spend most of your time at work, what do you think is driving your life? What is driving your life is that the students are a priority and it drives you to being exhausted and to overworking and to feeling like you can never turn it off or that if you do turn it off, you're not really a good teacher. You're not there for the right reasons, but you are. That is a myth. You should prioritize every other area of your life. You should bring the same energy to every area of your life that you bring to teaching. You can have multiple priorities. You are a diverse, unique person. You are multifaceted. You're not just one thing. You're not just a teacher. Teaching doesn't have to take over your life. It's important to understand that. I want you to think about why is it permissible to prioritize teaching over everything else in your life? 
You might say that that's the nature of the job or you don't feel that's acceptable, but you don't feel like there's anything you can do about it. I want to empower you to know that you do have a choice. You may have been led to believe there's no choice or that the only priority in your life should be students because, you know, good teachers prioritize their students, but you can prioritize your students without neglecting the other areas of your life. Actually, you should, and it would be best if you gave that same energy to all the other areas of your life to turn off work and check it at the door when you leave. When you allow yourself to prioritize other areas of your life, you're better in all areas of your life. You stop living in a guilt cycle where you feel really bad for not always doing things for your students and your job, but you also feel really bad because you're neglecting everything else in your life. If you are spending all of your time working, it's time to make some changes. The new year is upon us. A lot of people make resolutions that they want to stick to. As teachers, I'm sure we make lots of resolutions, but since the driver of our life is work, those resolutions fall by the wayside. I really want you to stop spinning your wheels on a list that's never going to be complete. I really want you to embrace the fact that you can leave work at work and you can prioritize other areas of your life. The way to get to balance is not figuring out the to-do list. Once again, that's an endless cycle that really never gets you to the place you want to get to because there's always going to be more thrown at you. You might feel like, well, I got it. I'm caught up. And then there's more. Ask yourself when you've ever been caught up with teacher tasks, truly been caught up with teacher tasks. When has that happened in your career where everything is done? So stop trying to make that the point of now I can. Stop saying, well, once I finish the task list, once I am able to get everything done, then I can prioritize other areas of my life. You don't need having all the tasks done to give you the freedom or choice to enjoy other areas of your life. You're allowed to enjoy every area of your life every single day. You don't need anybody's permission for that. You don't need anybody's acceptance for that or all clear for that. You can enjoy your life the way you want to. I really want you to tell yourself, I don't need anybody else's permission to enjoy all the other areas of my life. Who gets to decide your life for you? You. Going to work and giving 100% every day when you go in and then walking out the door and turning that off and giving 100% everywhere else you go is prioritizing your life in a meaningful and balanced way. You don't have to complete a to-do list to have permission to then enjoy other areas of your life. You are allowed to clock out physically and mentally because you can choose to do it. It is your choice. Take back your life. Many educators have said, well, I would love to do that, but I'd fall behind, but I would feel more overwhelmed. I have found not only for myself, but also with working with other educators that if you take the word but out of the equation, it changes everything. It gives you so much more freedom. It's shifting perspectives. You can choose how you're going to spend your time. Are you going to spend your time and be that effective educator that you are regardless of what's in front of you and then go home and prioritize all the other areas of your life? It is a choice. Ask yourself, was I given what I needed to effectively get this done? And if the answer is no, then let it go. And for a lot of educators, that's really hard to do, but it's a true mindset shift and a perspective shift. And it doesn't mean that you do not care. It doesn't mean you don't want what's best for your students. Of course you want what's best for your students. 
But what is truly best for your students is that you are not stressed, you are not burnt out, and that you are not exhausted. That is what is best for your students. That is number one. So flip your perspective that, well, I have to do these things because my students are my top priority to your own wellness. My wellness is the number one priority for all areas of my life. My wellness allows me to show up as my best self to all areas of my life. My wellness is what makes me good at everything I do. When I am rested, when I feel good, when I don't have stress, when I'm not burnt out, I am more productive, more present, and more available in all areas of my life. Do what you can and let go of the rest. It is okay. Choose to go home, turn off the work, and be in the present in the now with whatever it is that you are doing. Choose to make yourself a priority. And because we have internalized that putting the students first is the priority, we have to reaffirm things in our lives and internalize something else. So give yourself affirmations. You can say them. You can write them down. You can put them on post-it notes around your house. You can put them on your phone and look at them and read them. But you need to affirm to yourself, it's time to make some changes. The educational system is not going to collapse if I'm not overworking myself affirm that when I'm with my students, I give 100% and I feel good about that. When I go home, I give 100% and I feel good about that. Both can be true. I can prioritize more than one thing in my life. My wellness is important. I choose to put my wellness as a priority in my life so that I can be the best me in all areas of my life. And these are just some of the affirmations that you can put into your life to help you move more towards balance, away from guilt, away from stress, away from burnout, and away from thinking that the only priority in your life is teaching. Then you can make a list of the other areas of your life and look at those areas. Think about stuff that you want to do in those areas of your life. The new year is upon you. What are you going to make a priority and then make a commitment to yourself and don't break that commitment to yourself or that other area for teaching. No matter what comes up in teaching, you have to tell yourself, I will not break this commitment to myself. There are many priorities in your life. Stop sacrificing all the others for teaching. So story time. I will never forget my first year teaching in public schools. I was the president of my daughter's cheerleading booster club. It's really important that I was involved in things in her life that I showed up and I did this for all of my children. I love being involved in the things that they're involved in. And it was my first year being president of the cheerleading booster club. And we were sitting at the new teacher meeting thing that we had. I can't remember if it was once a week, once a month. I don't know. It was a while ago at seven in the morning because we had to come in an hour early to do this. And the principal was like, you're what? You're the president of your daughter's cheer booster. Oh, honey, you're going to have to give that up because you're not going to have time for that. Not with what you have to do. Teachers can't do that. Y'all, I was a fool and I believed her. Now, as time went on, I realized that was a whole lot of stuff that wasn't true. But at the time I was like, oh, well, she said, if I'm going to be a good teacher, I can't do these other things. And y'all, I quit doing it. I quit being the president of my daughter's booster club because a principal told me that to be a good teacher, I had to let those things in my life go because good teachers can't do that and be good teachers. What I learned later is that's simply not true. That is a myth. From that moment, I let teaching take over. That's how toxic education can be. Had I known then what I know now, I'd have just been like, yeah, well, I'm going to do it anyway. Nobody can tell you that. Nobody can give you permission for what you can and can't do on your time off. I didn't have balance because I had made a choice to let teaching take over my life. And in return, I wasn't the best that I could be. I struggled. I felt overwhelmed. I felt stressed out. And it didn't let me be effective. 
as time goes on, you know, eventually I find life balance. And I realize at that time, at the time that I said, wow, I'm not going to do it all. I'm going to clock in and out. That is when I became the better educator. It's hard for educators to wrap their minds around that. It's hard for educators to wrap their minds around the fact that they can actually be more effective if they stop doing so much, if they let things go. It seems counterproductive that you can be an effective educator if you let things go. How is letting things go better? It makes it better because you show up as your best self every day. It's better because you realize what is and isn't important. It's better because you're able to hone in on what matters most to your students. By changing the perspective and saying, I'm going to prioritize my students when I'm at work and I'm going to prioritize all the other areas of my life and shifting to that perspective, it shone a light on all the things I was doing that made absolutely no difference in the lives of my students. It showed me what was most effective and it let me focus on those things because I didn't have time to do anything else because I was going to leave work at work. I was determined that I was going to have a balanced life. And once I made the choice, then I was able to see how I could really be effective. I was able to see the things that made the most difference and do those things only and let all the other stuff go. You have to let go for that to happen. You have to be willing to make some changes. You have to be willing to change your perspective. And I feel like it's the mindset shift that is the hardest thing for educators to overcome because for so long we have been internalizing a lot of gaslighting, a lot of myths, and a lot of things about what is best for our students. We have to be okay with letting go. We have to be okay with saying everything in my life matters, not just teaching. You are still the same amazing, extraordinary, out of this world educator, even if education is not the only priority in your life. You don't have to have education as the only priority in your life to be extraordinary at what you do. And I will argue and I will stand on and I will stay on the hill that you prioritizing other areas of your life, you being rested, you not living in constant stress makes you a better educator. It makes you a better person for every area of your life. Chronic stress is not good for anything or anyone around you. You can still teach and prioritize other areas of your life. What I want you to remember from today is don't let getting teacher tasks done be the driver of when you're allowed to do other things. Don't let that be the marker or point that says now you can pivot and prioritize other areas of your life. What you prioritize will drive your life. You don't have to just prioritize teaching. Prioritizing teaching and overworking yourself does not make you a better or more effective educator. You do not need anybody's permission to enjoy all the other areas of your life. Taking care of yourself and your wellness is number one so that you can be the best you for every area of your life. It is okay to let go of things and allow yourself to enjoy other areas of your life without thinking about teacher stuff. Now is the time going into the new year to make a new commitment to yourself to pick just one thing, guys, and focus on that and don't let teaching take over that thing.
When you start letting go, when you start changing your perspective, you will find that you can be a more effective educator because you're going to focus on what matters most. You have to first start in your mind. You have to reaffirm in yourself and re-internalize that which is true, that you can love your students, love your job, and love what you do and love every area of your life the same way that you do your job. Life balance is about not letting one thing take over everything. Think of those affirmations that we talked about. Make your own affirmations to change what has been internalized into you and turn it into a way for a more healthy, balanced life. I'll see you in the next episode. If you love today's episode, be sure to subscribe, rate, and share it with your fellow warriors. Let's create a ripple effect of liberation. Until next time, stay fierce, stay fabulous, and as always, live life unapologetically. Hey, warriors, before you go conquer the world, I got a little something special for you. If you're ready to kick things up a notch, you'll want to get your hands on the free roadmap, Thriving Beyond Limits, Four Secrets to Maximize Your Potential. These four secrets are so juicy that they're practically the VIP tickets to walking in inspired action every day. To grab your copy, head over to livelifeunapologetically.com forward slash roadmap, or you can find the link in the show description. Because let's face it, you're not here to play small. You're here to thrive beyond limits. Go ahead and get your free roadmap by going to livelifeunapologetically.com forward slash roadmap today.